Hello and welcome again to the Mike Thrays podcast. You're listening to your host, Mike Thrays. And today we have a special guest, um, the beautiful, talented, inspiring Fiona Neeson of Aligned with the Divine Reiki and Meditation Healing. Fee and I have had some connection for quite a long time. We've been through what I would call a lot of inspired growth, um, incredible personal development, um, both when it, from the soul-oriented relationship and also I feel sharing and practicing our gifts within the world and particularly in the what could be called the personal self-development space. And yeah, we've been talking about this for some time. We've done a few little videos together. We've been involved deeply in all our projects and this is the first time I've been able to somewhat persuade her to get on the channel. And we're recording this through a bit of the background for people interested in our lovely new living room space, almost yoga studio. We'll be, we've been christening it in Kingsliff, a space that Fee's been living in and around perhaps the last few months, but Fee made a courageous decision earlier this year when we were both living in eastern suburbs of Melbourne to travel north in a van and really embrace all these aspects of nature. And, for people not aware, uh, Melbourne went into lockdown not long after Fee moved north. And yeah, I feel Fee is someone who inspires me incredibly. And I, I don't think I could fully explain how clearly enough how much he's changed me. So I'll get a resolve surely on this with this long introduction. Um, but we, I feel before we even move into it, and we're both very much focused around intention. Intention is very important. Um, and we're very much connected with ritual and practice. And I, I did say to her before we began recording this, although it might go off in a few different directions, and hopefully this will provide a lot of value to you, connected with that, we wanted to create something particular around how you can take initial steps to consciously change your life. Really practicing tools and becoming more aware, not only through meditation, but also consciously adopting a mindset and belief systems where you, you look on manifestation and the law of attraction in a positive aspect. I think for me, spirituality people, and if you're listening to this, you're probably very much already focused on spirituality. I had a, a real difficulty and, and Fee could perhaps build on this shortly, that sometimes spirituality, you, you can fall into a state of an archetype of um, almost rejecting prosperity, rejecting a lot of um, abundance. And this is particularly important for me at the moment as and, and Fee, that we both have a number of products. We've been cultivating a prosperous mindset. And I think it's really important as we go through the spiritual awakening to, to be okay with receiving, to really cultivate spiritually inspired life where we have wonderful products and and yeah, I feel like I could talk about this for some time, but how about we just begin with letting Fee speak through a little of this of their own. So Fee, thank you again for being part of this and, and yeah, being aligned with this project today. Well, thank you for such a beautiful and long introduction and we have been on our own beautiful journey together and we have really cultivated um, different practices that we've used to change our state, change our vibration and really reprogram our own minds and it has been a real journey uh, to do this because I guess like you, like me, like everybody, we all have these social conditionings around us from our parents, from our teachers, 
from the society itself and you and I really have <laughs> gone out on our own limb and we pretty much put our hands up and said we're spiritual we believe that there is a different way to life that from all a lot of our friends and family have done and it's has presented its own challenges uh, for us as a couple and for us individually but we believe in it so much and we believe in our own selves and it's not to say that anyone is right or wrong but this is just the right path and the right journey for us and we do take this inspired action and it's something that we really love to share with other people and you have now just put up your fourth book which is a really really amazing and wonderful achievement and you know I'm probably someone along with your mom your dad um, your sister and brother-in-law and, and a few of your family members and and friends can really appreciate how uh, amazing that achievement is because you know it's um yeah it's been a real journey for you to create that and to get that content out there and you really had to go against what a lot of people tried to tell you what to do even myself there were some things that you know I wanted you to change about you but you were just so determined to create this and you have and you've achieved that and, and alongside with that I've created my own courses and my own content um, I'm now a Reiki master and have done uh, have trained people in level one and level two Reiki I've also done mindfulness meditation courses for beginners um, I've got done goddess awakening courses and it just continues to grow for both of us and yes this is our first <laughs> time actually getting together and and co-collaborating and it's a really beautiful opportunity for us to yeah work on ourselves individually but come together as a partnership and to create together so I'm very happy to be here with you thank you I'm very humbled by that beautiful introduction and I'm actually smiling as I think to myself partly perhaps why it's taken some time for us to collaborators we're both very passionate and hence why we had such lengthy introductions because we do we this is something that really inspires us and and I, I feel yeah there's a lot I, I would like to talk about with thee today but I, I think we, we won't go too far into it we'll, we'll try to keep it relatively focused but as thee mentioned and, and I think this is where I'd like to begin while I, I've wrote a lot of content and I've produced a lot of a posts, you know, written content, and even this podcast has been a project connect with that, Fee's been very active in the world, from my own perception, in, ter- in terms of course development. And I, I remember when we first got together, this was something, again, we kind of came from... I mean, they weren't mutually exclusive because I had done a, a few courses, at least business courses, but I hadn't really done a lot of spiritual courses and I'd focused more on reading and my spiritual journey and um, leading up to the, the Camino I and mean, we just coincidentally just finished listening to last night one of the, the books that really led me to the Camino and my I guess my spiritual awakening journey was The Pilgrimage by Paulo Coelho. So reading and writing is very much it's been a, a journey for me but um, and for perhaps at the, initially when we first kind of got together, um, at least kind of really seeing each other regularly and really building into a, a beautiful relationship was five, four or five years ago, is that Fee was predominantly in courses, perhaps at least not so much into reading and writing, and, and I was definitely into reading and writing and not so much in the courses, but what I've really learned over the last few years is whilst books are great and you can get them in, 
and you know you can get them on the market and people can access them and I have been fortunate a few people have, um, have already come across that are really appreciated I've, I've been part of a number of these courses and, and one of the most while she's taught Reiki 1 Reiki 2 and I feel she just an incredibly talented teacher with that um, because she just immediately puts everybody at ease almost more than that when I, particularly when I was struggling they created this mindfulness course um, mindfulness and meditation that were really geared around people that like you listening, I guess people that were new to the spirituality, new to meditation, actually developed this course for me almost without, with very little input from outside sources. It was all based on her own kind of expertise, her own tools, and it was incredibly practical and, and celebrated her gifts. And um, I'll get her to build a little bit more on that, but I, I think that's important that. No matter where you are on the journey and what you kind of you find useful, it, it is really important to develop practices that work for you. And and it's you know mindfulness has become quite common even in for me as a business background. I, I'd, I'd heard of it before Thee and I got together and developed it. But what Thee really did was she she developed mindfulness in terms of looking at your beliefs, your your concept of self and also developing positive affirmations and using the power of meditation. I think that's, I feel that's probably one of the biggest strengths to theme, not only a passion for the Reiki and, and her ability to kind of channel um, beautiful messages, but the way those channel messages and, and the ability to hold space for meditation is something that people have really responded to and, and not only in the, in the courses I've been thought to be a part of, but on her, on her networks and her channels and everything she, she shares about herself. So I guess the, my, my question from all of this would be, what really led to your interest in meditation and, and how is it that you've been able to kind of develop it and allow it to be a, a consistent part of your day-to-day life? <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your beautiful comments about um, my courses and what I always teach and what I I strongly, strongly believe is different strokes for different folks. So just because something suits me, it may not be right for somebody else. And um, yeah, I've always loved um, going to courses and doing, um, yeah, just learning from other people. But, you know, there's so much power in reading and um, recently, more recently, I've got into reading Carlos Castaneda and, and Paolo Coelho, and I've also read your books. And the mindfulness is not just about sitting in meditation and being still. Mindfulness is a practice for me. The way that I personally teach mindfulness, it's a way of living. It's a way of life. So um, the most important part that that I believe of life. <laughs> And mindfulness is the breath. Because, well, if we don't have the breath, we're clearly not around, are we? And when we really learn to focus on the breath, it's amazing how it can change our state. So when I do teach mindfulness, the most important part about mindfulness, number one, is what I teach is the breath. So just taking... A slow deep breath in and taking a breath often I find when I'm rushing around or I'm busy or I can feel myself starting to get a little bit frustrated or upset if I just take five minutes to myself not even five minutes 
even just a few minutes, just stop and focus on my breathing. That just really helps to calm me, slow me down. And usually I like to do it with my eyes closed, but you can also do or practice this breath if you're driving your vehicle or if you're cooking your dinner, whatever activity it is that you're doing, even brushing your teeth. The most important part is just to focus on your breath and just to come back to the breath because what you're doing is you are bringing that awareness, that focal point to the breath. So you're also bringing yourself, number two is the body. You're bringing yourself back into your body. You know, you probably have come home from a big day of work and you've been on your feet and the first thing you want to do is take your shoes off. If you're a woman, take your bra off. (laughs) get into comfortable clothing and you just want to pop your feet up and go <sighs> because it's really the first time of the day that you've actually focused on your body and I know I used to work on my feet a lot and there's sometimes there's just nothing you can do about it you just have to be on your feet so number two is just bringing your awareness back to your body just noticing if you have any tension in your body or any pain because pain is a warning sign a little Uh, a light bulb going off to say that you need to slow down you need to stop you need to stop pushing your body so hard and you know this mic I used to be a tour guide and and drive 15 hour days up along the great ocean road and I just got chronically fatigued because I didn't listen to my body I just kept on pushing myself and pushing myself so coming back to your breath coming back to your body and just relaxing your body And then it's also important to become aware of your thoughts. So change your thoughts. And in the course, we did this through the power of positive affirmation. So you can reprogram your negative thoughts into positive thoughts. It's a practice. It's not necessarily easy. But I know from my personal experience, you know, it's taken me years, but it does work. And... You can change yourself and your thoughts at a subconscious level and it's so super, super powerful. So I first found this through Louise Alhay, um, through her positive affirmations. I used to listen to her meditation every single day, probably did for at least 30 days in a row, perhaps even a few months. And I just really started to notice and feel a huge change in me. So we focus on our breath slowing the breath down we relax the muscles within our body we change any negative thoughts into positive thoughts and we become aware of our thoughts and we remind ourselves that we are beautiful that we are loved that we are worthy that we are so deserving and yeah so that's just a sort of a few little simple techniques that i use as there's definitely a few more um but they're just a a few of the top three that I really like to practice with if you just really want to change your state and you've only got five minutes sit down focus on the breath the body the thoughts and just come back into your heart space and cultivate a beautiful loving and open heart I feel that what you just shared it's it's funny because it's something that's really benefited me and and considering what Fee just talked about I found really useful that it's interesting that the, the breath is that you know when we talk about breathing as a, as a means to assist in the spiritual awakening or even change our life it's like the it's like the task you put off 
you know, wanting to do the dishes or something. The, the idea of breath being an exciting way to change. We're looking for that big magical <laughs> fix that's going to be wow, you know, all that hocus pocus. <laughs> Everything is all okay. Or, a little boring, isn't it? <laughs> and, and even, even we can touch on this a little bit. I know in the spiritual world, a lot of them. You know, plant medicine, and we talk, we touch on Carlos Castaneda and even Paulo Coelho kind of having these extrasensory type experiences, which are, I feel incredibly valuable. And even people talk about near death experiences, and we can build on that. But it, it's so interesting that literally just monitoring the breath consistently, and they talked about the body and the beliefs, they're all kind of related because what she's talking about, when, you, when you're in this effort mode, you don't stop to take a breath, do you? You almost feel, from my own perspective, you know, <laughs> if we're brought up in a space of needing to go, 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 busyness, busyness almost discourages, you know, stop to smell the roses, to have a breath, to come into the body, but it's within the body that you can actually access those new forms of belief systems um, that really cultivate active meditation. Passive meditation is also a way of kind of slowing down the thoughts and Thee's excellent this as well, but I feel like if I can add anything, a lot, a lot of what Thee's excellent at is, is active meditation where you actually really, you slow the body down enough through breath, through awareness, that you're kind of, you're at a space of letting go. Well, then you actively embrace thoughts, beliefs um, about yourself, what you just talked about, that you are love, you are joy, that they become so real. People talk about the alpha, beta, theta state. It becomes your reality from the space of your thoughts and beliefs become your reality. But even that idea, and I've talked a lot about on this channel, so if you're listening to this today, you've probably already heard me speak about this, to even accept the idea that our beliefs become our reality, it's quite likely that you may have already done a quite a fair bit of work on the breath and on that awareness, but to continue it as an ongoing practice is essential. And even something that uh, I was talking about with the early today, that meditation is essential for that, to, to consistently bring in new changes. And, and as you stick with it and see the results, um, which I feel were very much a result-driven world, you can actually just, you're more likely to invest in it and continue with as as Steve did with the Louise Hal Hay. But yeah, maybe we'll talk a little bit, not only with the meditation thing, I think um, maybe some of what we already touched on, obstacles to spiritual awakening, some of the obstacles that, that you may have felt that... I mean, I've, I've probably talked a little bit about them. Consistency and persistency is that, that key. And perhaps listeners who are maybe new to spiritual awakening, um, sometimes you can have this experience maybe, you know, maybe you've tried plant medicine or you've had this critically blissed out experience. Um, and you, I think you touched on this earlier for me. There can be this sense of isolation. If you don't have a community around you that's kind of had a similar experience, you know, for me, on the Camino, I had this Camino experience and, and Paulo Coelho talks about in the pilgrimage and the alchemist. When I got back, I felt very isolated and and I, I knew I wanted to create a right, but I felt like I didn't belong 
in the world that I used to live in anymore. And that's what it can be really difficult as you kind of change. Um, it can be difficult to kind of step into that new space. So I guess I'd like you, Feed, if you could maybe build a little bit more on that and or any other obstacles that you've kind of encountered on this spiritual awakening journey. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, for you that, that was five years ago when you did your Camino journey and for me when I sort of went through probably, I think we've both been through a few spiritual awakenings, um, but for me my major one was when my brother um, passed away about 12 years ago and through that deep space of grief, that deep space of loss, um, it was just yeah a really dark and heavy space to be in so my soul craved to find joy once again because you know that's that's my natural true north is joy is love is abundance I've always been a very happy and prosperous person um but yeah that that really kind of shook me to my core and and when I lost my brother and then different and interesting things started to happen where you know I was speaking to someone probably about a week ago um, just little things that my brother did in his spirit form that, that made me realise that there was more to life than just the physical form, just the flesh and the bones and the body. Like, where does the soul go? And there's these wonderful little synchronicities they might have been uh, for somebody else who could, you know, with their rational mind, they would have been very easily able to explain it. But for me, it felt like there was just so much more. There was so much more out there and so much that I didn't understand. And I wanted to learn more and I craved to know more. And I felt this real shift and this real change within me. And I think whenever we create any change in our lives, it's not going to be easy. So whether you are changing into a more spiritual person or if you are changing jobs or if you're changing homes or changing locations, change isn't necessarily always easy. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's just like, oh my God, that was so amazing. Uh, Wow, I really loved that experience. I love this new home or I love this new location. So it's just a matter of understanding that you're always going to come across challenges in life, whether you're spiritual or not spiritual. So if you feel in isolated, um, I think in this day and age, like in 2020, there has just been so much change. And, and when I did Reiki, like, you know, over 10 years ago, very few people have heard of Reiki or it was very taboo uh, topic. Um, even yoga was kind of like, oh, yoga, you know, so... I think the the like essential oils, I mean, I love essential oils and I think it's so important to have a toolkit of things that you do use. So I use Reiki meditation, essential oils. We do card reading, incense, sage, smudging, crystals. We have, oh, being in nature is another huge one, which we haven't touched on. But <laughs> so I feel like um, in this day and age, like essential oils is such a big part of life now so many people have essential oils where they they didn't necessarily have that like you know five years ago like it's really changed and crystals is becoming really cool like you go to shops and you see like the crystals in the water bottles and it's it's like the new age spirituality has kind of been like a cool funky thing isn't it it's like oh got my crystals and got my nice books and got my lovely pretty cards and Um, So I feel that, yeah, people are definitely isolated and no matter what what you are doing in life, but I feel that there's just so much out there these these days. So if you do feel isolated, get on Google, search (laughs) like 
whenever I, I've moved around a lot, whenever I move to a, a new town, the first thing that I do, because I'm a bit of a meditation geek, is I look at, oh, what meditation classes can I go to? What Reiki is being offered? And I will go and I'll try them out and I'll see if it resonates for me. And I feel like maybe in the past it used to be a little bit like, oh, you know, a little bit of competitive space. You can't go to your local town and, and see what other people are offering. But if you go with an open heart, like you could just enjoy that experience yourself and you're supporting that person. Or you might make a friend for life. You might be able to co-collaborate. So when you come into like a really different I don't know, phase, you just like you open yourself up and you say, universe, what is there out there for me? And you might ask your neighbor or you might just be walking along the street and you know you look in the windows and you see little flyers up or you might walk into a little shop and you pick up oh because I do sound healing as well you might be like oh wow there's this cool thing for sound healing I'm going to do it or you search Facebook like you just put meditation in on Facebook and all these events come up it's just so easy and like I think as well after the the whole reason that we go through this whatever you want to call it, whether you want to call it just change, whether you want to call it transformation, you know, spiritual awakening kind of, when I say that sometimes it feels like, oh, that feels like a little bit of a big word. (laughs) And when I went through my spiritual awakening, I wouldn't have been able to call it that because I'm like, wow, that's just too woo-woo. That's just too much. So if you feel as though you're just changing, that your interests are changing, if you're feeling like there's I don't know if you're feeling different within your life or you're bored of I mean I know for me like I used to go out drinking in in the clubs and and I used to love it I used to have so much fun and then you get to an age and everybody comes to this age at different times you're like you know what that's no longer sustaining it's no longer fulfilling for me like I'm not having beautiful connections and conversations with people I'm not feeling like I'm feeling yuck just for going out to these places and it's a type of energy and being around alcohol you know there's so many events these days it's called conscious clubbing or conscious dances where you actually go and you drink cacao and you set intentions like what you said at the start of this you set your intention and and you just dance and you have no alcohol in your system and you're able to do it from a heart-centered space because you're so comfortable within your own being you don't actually need alcohol to to get you moving and you know that's also takes a lot of confidence as well and a lot of change but you start off just little bit by little bit that's the thing like you know I teach within my meditation courses I teach little practical skills of little things that you can integrate so it's from little things big things grow like you can't just go to the gym you know one day a week for five hours and then just expect to be like super fit and like lose 20 kilos it's or something. consistency isn't it yeah. consistency is yeah. a key and starting is also the key yeah. and then not seeing yourself as failing so you're like oh my god this whole week i you know this is something i, I hear very regularly with people in their meditation practice i have not meditated in weeks or it might be months and i'll be like well you know you can't change what you've done in the past but what can you do today what can you do right now in this moment i might listen to just a podcast or i might just you know what today i don't feel like doing much so i'm just going to do <laughs> five minutes of meditation and i'm going to say that's okay so not like moving and flowing with your own intuition your own guidance your own body and just for me something that i've really really believe and have learned and particularly this year just come back to your heart just come back to love just remember to love yourself 
So if you are feeling sad, alone or upset, just place your hand on your heart. Do it now if you can. Just place your right hand onto your heart. Take a few deep breaths in and out. Just say that I am love. Everything is unfolding perfectly for me in the divine time. I'm worthy of being loved, of being seen. I am love. I am blessed. I am the divine. So whenever you have any challenging situations come up, if you're feeling confused or if you're feeling like you don't fit in, or you don't know what direction to take, just come back to the present moment, come back to the breath, come back to the body. Just allow your thoughts to slow down and come back to your heart. That's just really the answer for everything. And you mentioned this earlier that it seems so simple. (laughs) Like, you know, where's the big wow? Where's the big aha moment? Where's that big like high that I'm getting? But the thing is when you cultivate these practices daily, you shift to a different space of awareness you shift to a different space of consciousness and you actually feel that high every day and yeah you know it can peter out and sometimes it's not always there but the more we strengthen our spiritual muscle the more we show up the more we practice it I can 100% promise you from my own personal experience, you can have these massive changes in your life. And, you know, it's not an easy journey. It doesn't happen overnight. But just show up as the best possible version that you can in every present and unfolding moment right now. I I really love all that. I I feel you've... Described it beautifully. It's funny as, as Fee was talking, sharing there. Um, I've just had, and we should give a bit of a shout out to Freedom Cacao. I've just had my second cup of hot brewed cacao that Fee actually got me involved in. And it's interesting. It's it's become a practice for me and, and building a little bit or summarising, I guess, more what Fee so eloquently said. And, and is it not only is it about consistency, it's funny that change for me was something that I, I really dreaded. I was not someone who was very comfortable with, with change. And, that, and by seeing spiritual awakening as just as another means of change, it, it, you know, you've kind of dropped the conceptualising, the labelling of it. And when you take the concept of labelling or even the need to know or understand away from it, it's a lot easier for me at least to be in a state of acceptance. And it's almost like that space of all oh, even connected with that from the heart dimension. You can't, when you're not so worried about trying to mentally understand it, but you come to the heart and you feel that, you feel different inside. And even though you might not be able to adequately describe that or mentally understand, it's okay because the, the body's allowing that change through you. But it's that space of not knowing that's kind of be a little bit hard. But Connected with that and even how I felt 
when I talked about that as a block in isolation, is, is yeah, embracing these toolkits and, and, and the, kind of seeing the change is natural and that we don't have to be that same identity that we've, I've kind of talked about in some of the earlier podcast episodes around fixed identity in the self. That it's okay to let that identity kind of go away and as that kind of is, is dropped, this need to kind of know, to do, to, to, to force... Um, so much wonderful change almost happens naturally and it happens through being in the heart and coming back to the breath and talking about cacao this is another another thing that's come into my life recently and Fee's introduced to me and yeah we, we give a shout out there's a Christy Clint of Freedom Cacao um, and I, both Fee and I have shared a little bit of this with our family as well and, and threads are some of them we really loved and it's, um, it's not necessarily for everybody but um for me, loving chocolate, so I mean, I don't think there's many people out there that don't love chocolate in some form, those crazy cats. <laughs> but <laughs> who cacao, are those who people? Are those people? <laughs> no offence, anyone. Cacao is, is basically a, a raw chocolate. It's in its most, you know, pure state, really. And it's, you know, it's kind of the premium grade, um, you, you know, a little bit like what Thea was touching with essential oils and, and crystals. It's... Um, when you kind of come into this space, I guess, whether it's a spiritual waking, whether it's just a change of being aligned in the heart, the heart seems to kind of gravitate you towards areas and, and passion projects that are similarly purified, like crystals and like essential oils, which help cultivate these real positive belief systems and what he was running through those lovely affirmations earlier that, that help you align with that space and you, you know, conscious dancing. We, we both attended... Almost 12 months ago to today, we went to a New Year's Eve event where it was a non, it was an alcohol three event where we, there was a lot of beautiful um, cacao was kind of shared around at the start of it. It was like a ceremonial grey cacao. That was my first experience of it. And I hadn't, I hadn't really had any of it for six months, but I remember we, we sat in it as a ritual and this was a kind of in the festival space. And it was just this beautiful experience. It was almost more beautiful because it was, in a, a festive environment but what I've and what I'd like to share with you listeners here is that the cacao and chocolate chocolate is very much seen as we, we talk about love and, and chocolate is like better than sex is that funny phrase or chocolate being better than love and sometimes people use chocolate as a way to emotionally regulate I don't think there's any coincidence with this that um, chocolate is this great way to really open up the heart and even in healing spaces a lot of healers will often use chocolate um as a way to kind of they used to do this in their courses and i'd be loving it i'd be rating the chocolate supply at, at, at the end um in, in breaks because it was a way to kind of open up the heart space but i, I think building on that with cacao and, and meditation and even the thoughts is that whenever you can come back to the heart you're also coming back to the present moment and that's kind of getting out of the head a little bit and it often seems to be the head and the thoughts and the stories of what Fee was touching on with I haven't done my meditation for weeks this kind of this preoccupation with the past but when you become into the moment come into the heart there's this space of real healing that can, can occur and I think having tools like meditation and, and cacao and just getting into nature really helps connect us back to that heart space where things just don't seem as bad as what, it, what we, we make them out to be. 
is that something you'd agree with, Thee, or is there anything else you kind of, any other tools you'd like to perhaps share in, in addition to what we talked about there? Yeah, no, I think just what you just sort of said at the end, it's just like, yeah, I totally agree that um, we do, we create these stories in our head and that that life is so hard and that all these bad things happen to me and why why do I have to do this and, and you know, why is God punishing me? <laughs> and, yeah, life can be tricky and challenging most definitely and I can vouch for that because, you know, I've been through some emotionally challenging times myself and some mentally challenging times myself as well and you know what it is that I share now has not just it's not been a snap of my fingers and here I am like feeling super chill and high vibing it's it's been a really long journey and little things within my life continue to pop up and still challenge me from time to time but I feel that by continually cultivating these practices continually coming back to my heart space and through meditation through breath through cacao um, and just to uh, further expand on the cacao it's um, it's a sacred practice that has been Uh, used for thousands of years so it comes from uh, proven rainforest or you can get it from Guatemala and as Mike said it's in the most rawest form uh, so it doesn't have any refined sugar in it you can obviously add a sweetener but what it actually does it opens up your blood vessels which then activate your heart Um, it is also it does have aphrodisiac aphrodisiac (laughs) properties (laughs) within it so yeah exactly what you were saying so it just um yeah it's it's a very spiritual practice and when you do it as a sacred practice when you do it as a little ceremony and and you know i teach people how to do their own personal ceremonies with cacao it doesn't have to be like as whacked out there or crazy as woo woo as what you might think (laughs) it basically is just holding the cacao in your hands you might pop a nice little bit of music on you might put a little bit of incense on or you might not even have the time to do that. So you just take a, a few deep breaths and you set your intention before you have the cacao and it just it just helps to change you in, in so many ways. Um, yeah, so there's just so many tools, so many things that you can do to help you shift and change your state, change your vibration. And, you know, the spiritual journey is not always an easy one. And so if you are struggling, you know, we really... We see you, we feel you, we hear you because we were you and um, both of us have been through a lot and um, I feel for me it helps me to be really humble and it really helps me to be embrace other people who, who, are, who are feeling challenged and who, um, who need assistance and the one thing that, that I could personally recommend is just be open to the universe and it's okay to ask for help um the way that I felt growing up throughout my life was I I could never really ask for help I had to do it all myself I had to be this strong feminine energy this powerhouse who was just like I don't need anyone to support me or help me because I've got this thing called life like you know I can do it all and it hasn't been until I've really opened up and and learned from other people and gone to courses and even asked for help from my friends or family member you know I've had you know, people help me in so many different ways, and um, yeah, and 
when you really let go of that ego and you come back into that space of humility and you realize that we all struggle, we all go through different experiences and no experience is right, no experience is wrong. And when you come into that acceptance of self, and as I mentioned, it all just, for me, comes back to being in your heart, just being a vibration of love. Because if you can be, or a joy, you know, if you can be into that vibration then everything else around you changes the people around you change the situations change the environment changes because you where attention goes energy flows when you focus when you bring your focus onto something um, that's where your energy is going and that's going to manifest within your life so what is it that you are currently doing in your present day reality what is it that you can change if you're like okay well i'm showing up i'm doing all these things but it's just not working change something do something differently Mm. or just accept that right now i'm it's just not it may not be happening for me but the more i show up and the more that i do this more i cultivate this and more things will come into your life like you know i've got this amazing spiritual uh toolkit now i've done um training in palawa healing which is a beautiful angelic healing i've done codes of change which is um reprogramming through different codes uh different forms and styles of meditation there's so many different types of meditations to do i've I've um, been to festivals, events, done breath work. Breath work is super powerful. I've had some really uh, amazing experiences. Sound healing, um, which I've now moved into doing sound healing myself, but I've been to other people and had sound healing experiences, which have been incredible. (laughs) So there's just so much amazing things that you can do. And um, I guess for me, you know, Mike, you touched on it earlier, is about... um, Oh, you know, just sitting here, like I've had friends who are like, why would I meditate? Like, that's just boring. Like, what's the (laughs) point of sitting and doing nothing? And, you know, I can really understand and appreciate that. And, um... I probably felt the same. I've talked about it. I I, I bonded to the same story, but it is, and maybe this is what you're about to suggest, it's like anything. You, You can get practical results. I think that's why people stick with it. And what is the result? Feeling better in your body, in your heart, in spirit. And even, I feel like you and I can talk for hours on this, and I'm a little bit, I'm not wanting to, because either way, I feel things going, we can, we can talk about a lot of attraction and, and manifestation and really, and really being very aware of what we're thinking about. I, I feel like we might say that for a part two, if, we, if, if you don't mind that. But what I would like to just really conclude with feel is... feel like I'm getting the ding, 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 wrap up. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we, want to, we want to make sure you're still there. Don't give this. away all the good things. Don't give away, but... Don't bore them too much by talking for too long. No, but, they love me. I'm super fun. But what we're getting at is is what Fee just really concluded. It, 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 there's a community. It's a huge community. And that's this sense of the... There's so many people going out there that have been through what you guys are going through, what we've gone through. And for me, I found them a lot through reading and writing and, and a lot of renowned authors. But Fee's come across so many, particularly in courses, but even online. And I think this is how I'd like to finish up. If you, What Fee's really good at, particularly for, for you guys listening online or, or interested in content, Fee's very much very open about sharing her journey on her channels, particularly aligned with the divine on Facebook and Instagram. 
and she yeah she she shared a lot of the six month journey in the van um, that she went up when she left Melbourne and went north and and so many of these lovely experiences and that have she's found useful, particularly in a, a challenging environment and and a challenging but also changing environment. She she encountered a lot of these obstacles and she did it on her own and she did it through really consistency, practice and and sharing what she was going through. And I, I feel if you're going through this as the listener here, um, particularly, you know, having a space of wanting to make changes, I could definitely recommend going to her page, learning a lot about what she's passionate about. And even the connecting products she also shares around cacao, essential oils. And Thea, I understand you're also, you'll be presenting, not just, I know you've also been doing a lot of the Seven Sister courses, but you'll be preparing and presenting in Reiki courses in the new year, is that correct? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Again, you know, we're, gee, well, 2020 has been unprecedented and, um, you know, I had a lot of things that I, I was doing that was cancelled and I had to make big changes within my business and how I showed up and I came into the online format a lot more of what Mike was saying and for me that used to be super challenging, putting myself out there and sharing, like, how embarrassing, like, I didn't want to do that. I used to, like, write on somebody's you know you someone puts a picture up and I'll, I'd write a comment and then I'd delete it or I'd read everybody else's first because I was like I, I don't want to sound bad like I so for what I do now from who I was you know I've changed so much and um yeah who really I'm kind of again I, I'm not exactly sure how 2021 is going to unfold <clears throat> and you know obviously recently with I things happening in the northern beaches of Sydney and and families not being able to see themselves see each other at Christmas and these restrictions we're not exactly sure how it's all going to unfold or or how I'm going to be running my courses um I you know I don't want to jump the gun until it happens but yeah I I definitely will be sharing myself more and promoting my business more because I know people need this more now than ever and um I get to do what I'm passionate about. I get to do what I love and I get financially rewarded for that. And what a gift that is to be able to to share that. But most importantly, be of service and help the world. And again, just open my heart up even further. So if you told me at the start of the year that, you know, the year would go like this, sometimes I think it's good to be forward focused and to put yourself out there and, uh, yeah, you know, I want to be doing sound healing journeys for people um, with the beautiful Freedom Cacao that we have to help open and activate, awaken people. And I've got crystal bowls and Tibetan bowls, and I know that's going to be really powerful. Uh, running Reiki courses, um, doing one-on-one Reiki sessions. I've got a beautiful Goddess Awakening course that I do, which um, helps to teach people the tools of what they can use. Um, such as essential oils, cacao, sound healing, meditation, um, crystals as well, healing through crystals. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how it's all going to look. I'm not exactly sure how it's all going to unfold. But I know, again, that basically what we were just saying earlier, just dropping into my heart, just being open to allowing the universe to guide me and um, to be of service. So, if there is anything that people want to see or they, you know, reach out, let me know. Yeah, they're welcome to contact you on Facebook, Instagram, either, or private message. Is, is there any preference? Is, I think you're, ba- you're basically active on all those channels. But 
even if you're around the Keyscliff area, um, yeah, we're talking about we we recently moved to northern New South Wales, um, that were close to the Queensland border, and, and we're developing those networks. And with both of us are kind of travelling around the last few years, and I think we are fortunate that we have developed a lot of our business online. But Fee's also someone is very much. She's great to deal with in person because she is that, that real hard-focused person. She's attended a number of courses. She's presented at many courses. So, yeah, definitely feel free to contact her online. But if you're in the Kingscliff area, um, yeah, you're also wanting to maybe collaborate with her wonderful skills. Feel free to reach out and, and yeah, hopefully we can make something magical happen. But, again, thank you, Thee, for being a part of this today. This, is, this has been a big milestone for us that we've... Um, Oh, wow, this has probably been one of, almost 50 minutes. Yeah, we're just checking. people are still here. Hello, is anyone still there? Well, that's, why, still that's why I did the part two. I think we'll, we'll get, this is the initial little maybe intro. Maybe they can pause it and do it like in sections. Yeah, well, if we do maybe it. Not all at once. Maybe we'll have Maybe that. while they're driving or before they, you know, go to bed or something. Or well, even listen, listening to us now, they could probably tell that we both <laughs> like it than matter. So, yeah, ideally maybe the next episode, depending on how well this one is received, we might build, I'd like to go a little bit deeper into the Nettle Goddard stuff, the Law of Attraction. Oh, he loves it. And Esther Hicks. So keep an ear out for that. But in the meantime, thank you again, everybody, for listening to us today. Um, in the Threads of Family, listen to this. Maybe it's helped explain or understand a little bit about how we've changed over the last few years. And if you're wanting to kind of move in that direction, the questions you've asked us personally, I've had a number of friends ask me personal stuff that they had that they had their own challenges wanting to kind of embrace some of these tools that these talked about. Um, feel free to reach out to us directly. Contact Thee. I mean, she's she's been a big reason why I've been I've kept going on this journey because she's really believed it in. So. Oh no, you were stubborn. You were going to do it anyway. Yeah, a little bit stubborn. But, <laughs> but sometimes you need no, someone. Jokes. We've someone, been supporting each other. It's sometimes been a you need journey. someone by your side. So Aww. I definitely recommend Thee through all this work. So thank you again, and we'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now. Bye bye.